this segment and this weekly word is a message that I shared a little over a year ago. And I feel like in today's climate, not only in our communities, but in our state and in our country, not to mention the world, that this message holds so true and needs to be repeated. I hope this message helps all of you to understand just how truly broken and segregated our nation has become instead of truly becoming a strong, united nation full of equality. God bless. Our reading from this morning comes from Acts chapter 11, verses 1 through 18. The apostles and the believers throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him and said, You went into the house of uncircumcised men and ate with them. Starting from the beginning, Peter told them the whole story. I was in the city of Joppa, praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. I saw something like a large sheep being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came down to where I was. I looked into it and saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, reptiles, and birds. Then I heard a voice telling me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. I replied, Surely not, Lord. Nothing impure or unclean has ever entered my mouth. The voice spoke from heaven a second time, Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times. And then it was all pulled up to heaven again. Right then, three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house where I was staying. The Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. These six brothers also went with me. And we entered the man's house. He told us, how he had seen an angel appear in his house and say, Send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He will bring you a message through, which you and all your household will be saved. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them, as he had come on us at the beginning. Then I remembered what the Lord had said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift he gave us, who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? When they heard this, they had no further objections, and praised God, saying, So then even the Gentiles God has granted Repentance, that leads to life.
leads me to this morning's sermon that I titled Justified Inclusion. You see, in today's reading, it shows us a time where Peter is questioned and needs to justify or explain himself in Jerusalem. Now, how many of you can recall a time when you were required to justify your actions? Maybe it was in your youth growing up. Maybe it was in school, where you may have been asked why you were seen hanging out with someone or friends with another. We all know how our peers influence us on making us feel guilty for something, right? Maybe at work, why did you do a project a certain way? Or why did you choose to eat lunch with who you do? Even possibly in a relationship, how come you're seeing them? Why would you marry that person? How could you be seen with them? There are always plenty of chances for us to have to justify why we did something or what led us to where we are. I mean, even as parents, do we not ask our children what their thought process behind something was when they get in trouble? Why would you do that? You know you're going to get in trouble for it. Why would you swing a broomstick and break a TV when no one's home? You know you're going to get caught and in trouble for it. But in a way, it is not different than what Peter faced in Jerusalem. For it was the ways of Jewish apostles to not eat with Gentiles that led to his questioning. But just as any of us would do, Peter gave a detailed explanation or reasoning as to why. For it was the will of God. It is in Acts chapter 2, verse 17, that we see God stating that he will pour his spirit out on all flesh. And then he continues into verse 21 with, And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. There's no discrimination here in this verse. It is an open-eyed call upon the Lord, and you will be saved. You see, too often we look at our differences as to why not, or the ways of the past, as the crutch to the way the future is supposed to be. And similar to what the apostles did with fear. We take those differences and focus on them so strongly that we convince ourselves that we couldn't possibly accept that. Too often, we look and focus on the outward and forget to see what is inside. The kind of gentleness of someone, a loving heart, a brother or sister, a son or daughter of God. And when I think about that, it leads me to those has anyone seen those ads, those truth ads, lately, where they have individuals of different races, ethnicity, sexual preferences, all behind a screen, and all you see is their bone structure. And then when they come out and they're talking about the relationships or the individuals, they come out from behind the screen 
and you see two different ethnicities, or you see a man and a man together, or a woman and a woman together, and you see these couples and their happiness, and what that ad is basically trying to say in the beauty of it is, there's no difference on us on the inside. We all look the same. It doesn't matter what our outward appearance is. For in this ad, it almost demonstrates equality of us all being equal and all being the same. And I truly love that meaning of this ad. Because it shows us that it does not matter of your outward appearance or your choices. What truly matters is what's within. Is that not what God is trying to say here through Peter? See, it doesn't matter the difference as we are all God's children. It does not matter whether we are tall or short, fat or thin, black or white. It does not matter if we're gay or straight, rich or poor, young or old, a sinner or a saint, denominational church or non-denominational church, or even in this passage, a Gentile or a Jew. I'm sure here we can come up with even more things to say in comparison. But it doesn't matter, because this passage today from Acts breaks down those barriers. It wipes away the differences, whether based on the past, based on the perceptions associated with, or based on outward appearance. It looks to what's within an individual. It looks to their heart as a person calling to the Lord, a brother, or a sister in Christ. Too many times nowadays, we see families broken, lives lost, simply due to the dwelling on these differences. Differences used as a way to tear one another down. Differences used as a way of bullying one another. Differences used as a way of segregation. A way of saying that you are above someone else or that someone else's life is less worthy than your own. But really, in doing this, are we not then distancing ourselves further from Christ and further from the Spirit of God? Because were we not all created equal in His image? Far too often along my journey and path, walking with Christ, I have heard youth and young adults stating that they would never bring their friends into a certain building because of the stares that they would get or the judgment they would get walking in. That their friends would be uncomfortable entering based on the color of their skin or the gender choice in their sexuality. But I've also heard stories of hurt and feeling of unacceptance. Stories of churches that, based on religion and not on faith, have made children feel that they will never make the glorious kingdom of God. Stories of young mothers shunned from their churches or looked down upon because they went through a divorce or conceived out of wedlock. Now I can relate to these stories 
I've heard because I too have been prejudged walking through the doors simply because of who I walked through them with. But the time of prejudgment needs to come to an end. The time of hurtful words needs to be put to an end, just as Peter sat and ate with the Gentiles. We too shall be accepting and shall share a meal with whoever enters our doors in search for the word of God and the gospel of our Lord. Let their faith guide them to us, and let their faith and what is within their heart be the only thing we see, no matter what their differences may be. For as Peter said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift he gave us, who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, then who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? Now if God is giving the same gift to all of them, based no matter what their differences may be to us, who are we to stand in God's way of that gift to them? Now dear Heavenly Father, teach us to not recognize the differences first, but instead see what is within someone's heart, their faith first. Let us open our doors and our hearts to all Christ's brothers and sisters, instead of living through fear of what is different. Continue to teach us to stand up to adversity as Peter did when criticized through your word and the teachings of your son, Jesus Christ. And when you look at the story of Jesus in encounter with